a friend of Dorothy? Nope. Oh, you're not? Mm-mm. You haven't heard about my good pal Judy? No. Oh, well. I have a friend that's named Dorothy. I'm, I'm glad. I'm happy for you. Are you? I'm happy for you. Are you? Are you? Because, you know, Dorothy has a lot to do with what we're going to be talking about today. Mm. A lot. Nah! <laughs> I, I don't know what that has to do with that. Dorothy from Go- Golden Girls. Oh, the Golden Girls. <laughs> 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 My best Dorothy right there. Dorothy's aboard Nick right here. <laughs> right here in person. I'm actually here with <laughs> B. Arthur today. <laughs> B, how is it from the land of the dead? All right. <laughs> I don't think she said that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Hello. My name is Rose London. Ethan. And I'm Javier. <laughs> and welcome to On the Way to the Forum. So how are we doing today and this week? And I don't know, a little better. It's been a whirlwind of a week. Oh, has it yeah. now? Yeah, so I'm has glad to be back. Oh, are you? Yeah. Is it like, you know, you flipped upside down? I feel like I was in a fever dream and I just woke up. Oh my gosh. Did you at least have some good shoes, though? I don't know. You don't know? Do no. your feet hurt? A little bit. A little bit. You must have walked a long Probably. way. Probably. Mm, upon a cobbled road. Oh, I hate walking on cobbled roads. Yeah, good thing they don't exist very much. Have you been to Savannah? Yes, I have. <laughs> so, um, I just wanted to discuss with you and with the world, you know, the whole 20 of our listeners, <laughs> um, some fun stuff that's going on uh, probably for the rest of this season. Um I do know that we're coming close to an end of our first season. Not yet, but soon. Um, But we have been discussing this um, for a little bit now on what are the parameters of a musical? And I've been going back and forth with it because I'm like, "Mm, stage musicals. But at the same time, you know, there's different types. There's different types. We have movie musicals. Um, and then Disney musicals. Disney musicals, which are both, you know, stage and screen. Sometimes. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we... I think I kind of come to the decision that I think we're... It's open. Mm-hmm. It's o- We're in open relationship with musicals. <laughs> anyone and anyone can join. So, you know... Uh, you know, I know that Javier wants to do, like, La La Land. Perhaps. Because um, I don't know a whole lot about La La Land. That's that's his that's his movie. Mm-hmm. But I really want to do, like, Across the Universe. Mm-hmm. And um, a friend of mine asked, you know, when are we going to do The Nightmare Before Christmas? And I'm like, is that even a musical? Um, but... I, I mean, technically it is. Mm-hmm. So in this realm of perimeters, I think that, you know, we're going to be open to it. And probably by the time season two comes around, we'll be a little more prepared with what we're going to do. <laughs> um, this was just a test run. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> Javier, okay. please tell us what we are drinking tonight and what does it have to do with Dorothy Gale? Okay, well... Usually, I'm inspired by either a time period or a location or a place where this the musical that we're reviewing mm-hmm. or talking about takes place. Right. Um, but this one, I was more inspired by colors because, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, there are three main colors that are mentioned in the show, right? Are there three? Yeah, okay, yes, there are three. three Sorry. Main, I would say three main ones. With, with, with green, yes. yellow, and red. So yes. I was... Almost primary colors. Yeah. And I was told to kind of keep away from green because you want to save that for a later show. Yes. So I was like, I want to stick with yellow and red. So today what we have is a little thing, a little classic, okay? It's a martini, mm-hmm. but it's called a French martini. Okay. Okay, which... Has pineapple juice, vodka, mm-hmm. and creme of cassis, which we've used before. Yes. 
creme de creme, cassis. Whatever. I don't speak French. But, and, and it kind of, you know, so I'm mixing yellow and red together, and we get this nice reddish drink. It's kind of a ruby burgundy. Yeah. 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 Um, when he first made it, and he was like, taste this. It was strong. It was. So we, we will give you a modified version, because. Yeah. It will definitely knock you off your feet. Yeah. You, if you had socks on, you wouldn't have them on for long. <laughs> a house would fall on you. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Darn that drink. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's get into this. So the show that we will be discussing today mm-hmm. is The Wizard of Oz. I have never heard of that. You know what? I'm pretty <laughs> sure that no one in the United States never probably it's probably a new it's, film. It is. It's a. It's definitely a foreign film for some people. <laughs> you know, it's not even in color. I don't think. Part well, of it, part of it. Yeah. Um, the movie actually came out in 1939. Mm-hmm. Um, but for some reason, and I've never understood this, but The Wizard of Oz always comes on television during Thanksgiving. Yeah, I'm trying to remember because. Which I don't understand why it comes on during Thanksgiving because there's no good, turkey. That is there's chickens. True. No turkey. Yeah. I, I, I Thinking back, I was like, when? I know I've seen The Wizard of Oz, and it's probably one of those musicals that I'm like, they didn't really think it was a musical yeah. until like now. And I'm like, when did I first see it? I can't remember. But it, I remember it often playing TV and me watching it. Yeah. No, that was definitely part of my childhood. Mm-hmm. Definitely part of my childhood. Uh, but the book was written by John Kane, mm-hmm. music by Harold Arlen and Herbert Stodhart. I'm assuming I'm pronouncing that right. If not, it's Stuthart, but I don't think that's correct. <laughs> and the lyrics are by E.Y. Harburg. And it is based off the children's novel by Frank L. Baum, The Wonderful Wizard of Oz. And the 1939 film of the same title, The Wizard of Oz, which starred Judy Garland. Yeah. Like, that was, that's the only, like, role that people know her from. That is true, yeah. You know, no one knows about Meet Me in St. Louis, those other movies that she was in. A Star is Born. A Star is Born. A Star is Born, okay. Um... Those other movies that okay. she was in. <laughs> so, you know, that's... That, and that was, you yeah. know... Yeah. The musical movie. And, you know, went on to the Oscars and all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, now I'm going to get into the plot of the show. And I am going to definitely put a content warning here. Because we will be talking about um, sexual abuse towards children. Uh, a little bit later on. Oh, okay. I like, um, yeah, I'm just going to put that up. What version did I watch? <laughs> <laughs> well, you watched the version that I was in. So. Oh. <laughs> so here is the plot of The Wizard of Oz. Dorothy Gale comes home after her dog Toto is hit on the nose by Elvira Gulch, the town proprietor. Auntie M and Uncle Henry are busy with chickens. Hunk, Hickory, and Zeke are busy with a wagon wheel. Mrs. Gulch comes to take Toto away with an order from the sheriff. Dorothy decides to run away when Toto returns to her from jumping out of Mrs. Gulch's basket on her bicycle. And upon leaving, Dorothy meets a mystic fortune teller, a con man of sorts, (laughs) and he tells her that she must go back home because Auntie M has fallen ill with heartbreak. Dorothy returns home and cannot find her family anywhere. A tornado comes, snatches up the house, and brings Dorothy to a magical land named Oz. Upon arriving in Oz, Dorothy meets Glinda, the good witch, who tells her that she has killed the wicked witch of the East, who has been tormenting the munchkins from munchkin land for many years. When the sister of the dead witch arrives, she tells Glinda that the ruby slippers, were her si- the ones that her sister wore, were very powerful, and by rights, they were rightfully hers. 
Glinda then puts the slippers on Dorothy, and the Wicked Witch of the West threatens Dorothy and Toto. She leaves, and Glinda tells Dorothy that the only way she can get home is by following the yellow brick road to the Emerald City to meet with Oz, the Great and Powerful. Dorothy follows the road until she comes to a cornfield. She meets the Scarecrow, who tells her he doesn't have a brain. She asks, how do you talk if you don't have a brain? <laughs> to which he replies, well, some people without brains do an awful lot of talking, don't they? I'm one of them. <laughs> they go further down the road and meet the Tin Man, who tells them that he doesn't have a heart because the Tinsmith forgot to put one in. The trio go into the dark forest where they meet the cowardly lion who doesn't have the noive because he is so cowardly. Out of the dark, all four see the Emerald City across a poppy field. The Wicked Witch puts a curse on the poppy field to make Dorothy fall asleep. Glinda sends Snow to wake them up. That's the end of Act One. <laughs> Such a very lighthearted mm -hmm. story, you know. Act two opens as the doors of the Emerald City, where the company freshen up before meeting the wizard to ask for a home, a brain, a heart, and the noise. The wizard finally meets them and tells them to bring him the broomstick of the Wicked Witch of the West, and he will grant them their wishes. Dorothy and Toto are taken by the flying monkeys to the witch's castle, where the witch tries to get the ruby slippers from Dorothy to no avail. She taunts the little girl by saying that she will kill her and her little dog too. The scarecrow tin man and the lion knock out some winkies to disguise themselves to get into the witch's castle. They try to rescue Dorothy. The witch bursts in and throws a ball of flames at the scarecrow. Dorothy picks up a bucket of water and thwarts the witch with it, and the witch melts. The company bring back the broomstick to the wizard. The wizard turns out to be a man behind a curtain. He says he will take Dorothy home with him in his balloon. He gives the scarecrow a diploma, the tin man a heart watch, and the lion a medal of courage. As Dorothy and the wizard are about to leave, the balloon lets go, leaving Dorothy behind. She is sad because she will never see her family again. Glinda appears and tells Dorothy she had the power the entire time. All she had to do was click her heels three times and say, There's no place like home. There's no place like home. And Dorothy does this and returns home to the people who are worried about her. She tells them of her dream that she believes is real. And of course, there's no place like home. And that was the whole show. Mm. Like my storytelling there. It's great, right? Mm -hmm. Right, right. So uh, the stage show opened in London in 1987 which is weird because I was like, oh, wait, I thought it was a musical before it became a movie, but apparently not. Well, we'll get into that. Um, but it originally starred um, Emilda Stoughton as Dorothy. And you know who this woman is. She is probably the most hated professor <laughs> at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry, Professor Umbridge, the bitch. So The Wizard of Oz then came to the U.S. in 1988, and then it went on a tour uh, to Long Beach Civic Light Opera from July 14th to the 31st of July in 1988. So the basis of the show is more important than the actual productions. So in 1900, Frank L. Baum wrote a book for children titled The Wonderful Wizard of Oz. Inside was a story for children, but there were some subliminal messages for the adults. Um, like, in the book, Dorothy has silver slippers, and that represented the silver industry. The yellow brick road represented the gold industry. The Tin Woodsman, known in the book, not just the Tin Man, but the Tin Woodsman, uh, represented just the industrial era of the time in the United States. And the Scarecrow and Lion represented both sides of politicians at that time that could be both empty-headed and cowardly. <laughs> uh, 
so the idea to bring this book to the stage started in 1902. And it was a small vaudeville-esque show um, where I think they would just like cut up little scenes, have a little song here and there, and that was it. And as the film industry began to grow, so did the idea uh, to turn the, the old Nickelodeon films into a major motion picture. Because they had... Oh, I don't know how many like silent films of the Wizard of Oz. Oh, really? They they had a lot of those. I I, I want to say probably at least twenty. Mm. Like, but they were only like five minutes long. So you know, you pay your nickel, you go in, see it, and that's it. Sometimes it might be a double feature. You know, mm-hmm. who knows? So in 1938, MGM bought the rights to make the Wizard of Oz into a color picture, starring America's sweetheart Shirley Temple. But Shirley was with Fox Studio, and her contract could not be broken. So they had to replace her with Judy Garland. This is where the content warning's gonna come. So filming was a horror show for Judy. Um, She was on uppers during the day. She was on sleep meds during the night. Uh, We saw something last night that actually said that she had approximately like four hours of sleep, so that way she could work a 72-hour week. Um, she had a strict diet of black coffee, chicken broth, and cigarettes. <laughs> she was 16. You know, she was sexually abused by the producer. This is all documented stuff. Um, she was physically abused by the director, Victor Fleming, who also directed Gone with the Wind. It was just an overall not a fun time for her. Yeah. And, you know, this was like the most iconic role for her, too. And... You know, it, I think that was also when she started, I don't want to say experimenting with drugs, but she was starting to abuse them more because she was trying to be perfect. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, she started doing drugs like amphetamines um, and every once in a while she would, you know, have alcohol. So eventually she would mix the two together and all this torture through the filming and, you know, bringing back the trauma when she had to perform somewhere over the rainbow and like all her sto- shows, especially uh, in London, if I'm not mistaken, that's where she was um, in 1969 Ooh. when she passed away. I thought it was Paris. Was it Paris? Uh, well, it was somewhere in Europe. It was not here mm-hmm. in the United yeah. States. Um, but uh, she accidentally overdosed on some barbiturates, and you know her favorite drink was gin and tonic. Yeah, it was London. You're right. Um, her favorite drink was gin and tonic, and so she took some barbiturates and never woke up. You know, it's a very sad life yeah. for her. Um, the 1939 film was nominated for five Oscars: uh, best original score for which it won, uh, best picture. Victor Fleming actually won that for Gone with the Wind. Because, movie. Uh, don't you say that. <laughs> it's my, my my second favorite film there. Um, but he was actually directing two powerhouse films at the same time that year. Um, it was also nominated for Best Cinematography, Best Visual Effects, Best uh, Production Design. You know, I mean, the sets were very pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's an iconic film, even prevalent today. Yeah. Like, I mean, you probably, it's very rare that you would go anywhere and not have someone who's not heard of the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, that's true. Because, that's true. you know, like, it's referenced everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, Yellow Brick Road, you know, those ruby slippers. You know, the ruby slippers, um, be- the only reason why they changed them from being silver slippers to ruby slippers is because they were using this fun new thing called Technicolor <laughs> at the time. And they're like, you know what? We need to give some shine to this mu- movie. Yeah, it would stand out more. It would stand out. People would know. They would come and see it. They just want to see the shoes. I mean, they're, they're on display right now at the Smithsonian, as well as the lion's actual fur suit that came from an actual lion, which is... Did not know that. Yeah, yeah. Over a hundred pounds. Yeah, it's in stank. Mm-hmm. So, is there anything else that you want to care to add? Nope. No. All right. We will now take a short break. And we are back, and we are discussing. The Wizard of Oz, a, a production of which I have been in. <laughs> oh my gosh. And it was phenomenal. 
It was great. Wonderful. I'm I'm speechless. See, it brings people without words. Speechless. It's it's amazing. So now um, we will talk about the songs as always. I will list them all and then we will discuss the one or two that we like the Mm -hmm. most. So act one begins with Overture. Then we get Over the Rainbow. Tornado, which some of these aren't actually songs. They're just orchestration. Mm -hmm. Munchkinland, which includes Come Out, Come Out. Ding Dong, The Witch is Dead. Follow the Yellow Brick Road. Then we have If I Only Had a Brain. We're off to see the wizard. If I only had a heart, we're off to see the wizard. If I only had the noise, <laughs> we're off to see the wizard. Poppies. Optimistic voices. Act one finale. And that's that's all of act one. And if I'm not mistaken, it was probably about an hour ish maybe an hour 15 minutes for act one yeah wasn't too terribly long act two opens with entre act which is just to get everybody back in the seats then we have optimistic voices again then we have the merry old land of oz if i were king of the forest um a song that's not in the movie I think they originally had recorded it. Mm-hmm. It just didn't make the final cut, but it's called The Jitterbug. And it's not the same one as uh, George Michael's Jitterbug. <laughs> just just to be clear, it's not at all. It's different music. I <laughs> got that in my head. <laughs> Jitterbug. Sorry. Uh, then we have March of the Winkies, Over the Rainbow Reprise, March of the Winkies Reprise, Ding Dong, The Witch is Dead reprise, and then we have Finale. So, um, Javier, what yes. song or songs didst thou pickest? I, I don't know. There's a lot of, I guess, classic songs. When you think of The Wizard of Oz, mm-hmm. you think of, like, Yellow Big Road. Yeah. Um, we're off, what is that? Yeah, we're, we're off to see The, the Wizard. Wizard. Um, of course, Over the Rainbow. But my favorite song... And maybe it's because I love the Scarecrow. I think the Scarecrow, for me, is my favorite character from mm-hmm. the whole thing, is If I Only Had a Brain. Yeah. And it's just a funny little thing, just him talking about if he had a brain, what he would do with it. But my favorite parts of the song is, and my head I'll be scratching while my thoughts be are busy hatching. And I like that because... I don't know if you know about this about me, but I like chickens. So oh my chickens. god, I didn't know that. <laughs> chickens hatch, so I like that little reference. So. Chickens hatch? Is that what they do? I thought they just came out yeah, and was they, like a bird. Exactly. No, they hatch. They hatch. hatch. Oh my god. Which I totally forgot that Aunt M and Uncle, Uncle Henry, Henry are picking chicken, chickens chicks out. out of the incubator. And I was like, <laughs> oh my god! There's chickens. <laughs> well, in the, in the production you watched, those weren't actual chickens. Well, they were pom-poms. <laughs> I will reserve my opinions <laughs> of that production. I knew you were going to roast me. I knew you were. Um, it should have been, probably just been not recorded. <laughs> you know what? After rewatching it and listening to the horrible singing, I agree <laughs> with you. And also the guy that was recording it, his niece played Dorothy. So it was like, she was the star attraction. So let me just get her yeah. and not the whole stage. I think we saw a better filming of Chicago. And Phantom of the Opera. Yes. <laughs> um, then The Wizard of Oz. So, I, so for me, that production that we saw does not exist. I will be referring to the movie. Oh, okay. I see. I see. Did you did you have anything else? What about the Cowardly Lion? I don't know. I also really like the lion. Mm-hmm. But I... Oh. Well, he's the comedic relief. Yeah, he's the comedic relief. Um, But I, I can't honestly remember the, the name of the, the song to the lion. If I only had the nerve. And, Which and is, I would be king of the forest. I think I like that one better. But I, I it, to me, it's always going to be if I only had a brain. Yeah. But also, you know, sometimes the scarecrow has like the best lines, mm-hmm. and like you have you have to deliver them with a good comedic genius because if you can't, they they just won't land. Yes, and I think in in the production that I was in, some of the lines just didn't land. Yeah, because 
They didn't know how to say them correctly. <laughs> Dorothy, I'm looking at you. Mm. Emily, if you hear this ever, I'm talking to you. Wow. Sing into the audience. You don't do that, honey. Sing to the stage. Uh, in her defense, I saw some other people singing to the stage. So she yes. wasn't the only one. Yeah. But that was my job. I uh -huh. was ensemble. Yeah. Uh -huh. So <sighs> this week, I get to be that basic bitch. <laughs> Um, my favorite song is Over the Rainbow. Yeah, and it's iconic. And I understand why. It is iconic, but at the same time, it's like, there's a there's a lot of, oh, I, I don't know. I guess I'm a person that reads a lot into lyrics and... And sometimes the lyrics are just... Lyrics. Straight, yeah, they're just lyrics. It's straight to the point. And he, yeah. he makes up this little, this other magical world out of it. Like, <laughs> You know, I'll give you an example. Mm -hmm. Like the Beatles, I Am the Walrus. Okay. I think he's talking about something a lot more deeper than okay. what he said. And in an interview, John Lennon did say, it could just be putting bass for all I care. Yeah. It, they're just words. Yeah. But I'm just like, hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Yellow matter dripping out of a dead dog's eye. What's that supposed to mean, John? What does that mean? It probably has conjunctivitis. <laughs> Someone farted in his eyeball. Oh my God. <laughs> probably. But over the rainbow for me, um, you know, I growing up in high school, well, just in school in general, I was more of the artistic kid. I can't draw worth a flip, mm -hmm. but you know. But I think art comes in different forms. It does come in different forms, you know. And I, I did band, I did drama, I did musical theater. Even though some people don't like my musical theater, it was great. I was once awarded best actor in our group, so that should tell you something. Academy Award winner over here. Yeah, okay. I'm the next Meryl Streep. <laughs> <laughs> But Over the Rainbow, we played in jazz band. And, you know, usually whenever we would play a song, you know, we would learn a little bit more about it. Mm. And I think that that became Judy Garland's, like, sanctuary song. Even though she was going through, like, this rough time in her life, she was 16 years old, you know, she was being treated like this adult the entire time. You know, she was a kid. She was a kid. Uh... This song kind of gave her hope, but at the same time, like, it's over there, like, wishing you could get away. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's all, also, I can I can take from it, like, almost like a suicidal song. How so? Um, how so, like, you know, it would be better if I wasn't here, if I were somewhere else. Okay. It's I, a I stretch. Know. Oh, yeah, it's a little it's bit a of a stretch. stretch. For me, it's just, like, wishing to be somewhere else. Like, I, you know. In a better, brighter place, yeah. which, you know, some people attribute to be like heaven. You know, that's okay. a, a brighter place. Okay, yeah. And, you know, to know the fact that she, in a, in a sense, accidentally committed suicide, you know, mm. it that song is just like, mm, mm. But also, as, as a, a homosexual, um, this song is very like empowering in a in a sense that you know we could get together and all be happy and get rid of our differences mm -hmm. and just live a happy life in this bright place over the rainbow that harvey milk created oh, gosh. i don't think that's true but okay no but i mean it's it's, de it's definitely a gay anthem well, yeah you know it and judy I, garland was a gay icon yeah is a gay icon yeah is she still a gay icon? I don't know. I, I don't know. But Judy Garland, mm -hmm. you know, cheers to her. And also, if you haven't had a chance to see it, Renee Zellweger's Judy. Yeah. That's actually a really good movie. Really good movie. Yeah. Really good movie. So, um, I would like to discuss some of the show. Okay. Um... Would you like to go first, discussing anything that you want to discuss? So that way it doesn't look like I'm rude and always over <laughs> Always taking the show? Well, I don't know. Like, it's, 
like I said before, it's a classic. For me, I'm always just astonished that it is a film from 1939. Yeah. Which, I don't know, for me, I don't even think they have what you guys call here in the South talking picture boxes. Girl, yes, we did. <laughs> Gone with the Wind premiered in Atlanta. <laughs> but, like, just the, I don't know, there's... It's magical. It's very magical. It's very, I, I'm in awe always when I watch Wizard of Oz because I'm like, wow, they made this in 1939, yeah. which is almost going to be like almost 100 years from now. If we, Oh, add, my God, don't remind me. <laughs> if Jeez. We add, if we add a couple of years. Oh, like, my God. Like, wow. It's, in 18 years. And I can't imagine, like, people of the day just watching that and being, like, in awe. And now we're, like, we, you know, we're yeah. still in that, in, in awe. Yeah. But it's just a classic. And I I've seen it so many times. I can't remember. Yeah. It is like just like you. It is part of my childhood. Not that my parents put it on. Yeah. Because I've asked my parents well, what, the, what the Wizard of Oz is. I'm not sure if they're gonna know what it is. But because it's very, very much a, a part of Americana. Oh yes. So it is. So I, I like I said, I, I've seen it a bunch as a child, and then in college I had the opportunity of watching it. And maybe <laughs> I probably wasn't in the in the right right. I was probably the only one. Um, that was a minority watching this, but Wizard of Oz with Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon playing. <laughs> and it was kind Money! of cool. It was cool. I probably should have been under the influence of some other stuff to probably connect <laughs> to connect more with the, the what was going on. Maybe. But it was actually kind of cool. It was very exciting. But I mean, overall, it is definitely a fever dream. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that entire album is... A dream that might have a fever in it. I don't know. Punch or a wound, something. I just remember like two songs from that whole album. I can't tell you the like, can't even the songs, but I can tell you that's Pink Floyd. <laughs> oh, I still haven't done that yet. Yeah. It's kind of cool to do it. Yeah. I, one day we should just like have it playing and have the album playing in the back. Yeah. Get really kind of drunk. Not sloppy <laughs> drunk, but like just sit down on the couch and just, yeah. Yeah. So, when I was a child, I was really only allowed to watch certain movies. I, I did have a I'm not very... Surprised. Oh, you're that girl. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, my mom was very um, overprotective, overbearing. Um, I guess she kind of still is. Um, maybe. I, I don't know. Um, but, you know, like... These are the three movies I definitely remember watching that distinctly stuck with me from my childhood. The Wizard of Oz, mm -hmm. Gone with the Wind, okay, no. and My Fair Lady. No. Okay. Um, two of two of one of three. Yeah. Um <laughs> I mean, of course, Cats and the Hobbit, yeah, like yeah. I, I mm -hmm. said earlier, but and then my mother wonders why I'm gay. Hmm. I don't think it's culture that turns people gay, but that well, that's a different that's podcast. That's a different podcast. <laughs> so I'll just have to buffer that in. But you know, I'm just like th those were like the main movies that I I watched. Mm -hmm. uh, not Gone with the Wind, but uh, The Wizard of Oz. Like once that tape stopped, let's rewind it and watch it again. Yeah, I don't know if I could do that. I like the Little Wizard of Oz. I don't know if I can watch it over and over again. You know, and. So, also, this is, this might be bad parenting, so don't do this. Um, whenever I would act bad or naughty, my mother would always put on The Wizard of Oz and just fast forward it to the Wicked Witch of the West part, because that scared the shit out of me. And um, <laughs> I wouldn't be bad anymore. <laughs> There was also a TV show on PBS called Ghost Riders. I don't know if you remember that. No, maybe not. Okay, but anyway, it was it was definitely a '90s show. Okay. But anyway, there was I just remember that there was this purple alien, and every time that that trailer for the net, that episode would come on, I would run and cry and hide because I thought that purple thing was going to come out and eat me. Well, <laughs> that is interesting. <laughs> but also, like, I always wanted to be Dorothy. <laughs> I mean, think about it. 
ruby slippers, being in the company of three men, killing a woman in green makeup. I mean, who doesn't want that? I don't know. <laughs> I thought you were going to tell me. Well, I was. I was like, okay, in the movie, I thought she acted. Well, okay, maybe I should watch it again. But I thought she accidentally dropped the, bu- the bucket of water on the witch. Not she actually throws the bucket of water on the witch. No, she's doing it at the scarecrow who moves out of the way and it splashes okay. on her. Yeah. She doesn't. Oh, yeah, because he's on fire. Yeah, she doesn't okay. mean to kill yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kill her, him, it, them. Mm-hmm. Usually in the stage show, though. The Wicked Witch is supposed to be played by a man in drag, mm. except for in ours, it was a woman, and in like heels, but like a size three mm-hmm. shoe. Mm-hmm. I've never seen a person's foot that small, ever. Um, but also, I after watching it again, when did we watch it last night? Mm-hmm. Um, Dorothy's a whiny, obnoxious brat, <laughs> like. I mean, I want attention all the time, but damn, that bitch. I was gonna, I was gonna say you don't whine. No, I complain. You complain and <laughs> whine and oh Jesus. But yeah, she was like, Annie M, Annie M, look what Miss Gulch did to me, and, and Annie M's just like, bitch, get away from me! I'm trying to get these chickens out of here before they die. I'm trying to keep them warm. And then she goes over to the three farmhands. She's like, Zeke, Huck, Hickory, blah, 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 blah. And they're like, we're trying to get this wheel on this wagon, girl. Just go away. She's like, I'm just going to get on the pig pen. And then she falls in with the pigs. And then Zeke or whoever goes in there. And he's like, oh, my God, you scared me. She's like, oh, I just fell in with the pigs. She's just constantly looking for attention. Like me. Someone's calling the kettle black. The pot, the pot calling with the kettle black. <laughs> so, I don't know if you noticed this, but we're going to talk about it here. Mm-hmm. Talk about it here and now. Okay. Who was the real villain of the Wizard of Oz? Now, if you say the adults, I'll agree with you. The adults are the real villain. Mm-hmm. But who do you think? I'm not sure. The Wicked I would, Witch. I, I would think more, more um The monkeys. Mm, that's a good question. The I wonder if it's all of a matter of perspective. Oh. Because I could see kind of Dorothy being the villain. I mean, she did kill a woman's sister, so. She killed a woman's sister. She killed the sister. Everybody she, watch she's out. She's the one murdering people. <laughs> we got a serial killer over exactly. here. Exactly. <laughs> she's the one murdering people. I don't know what family side is, but that's what she's over there. The witch's d- dad and mom better watch out. But no, I think the real villain is Glinda. Why is that? The quote unquote good witch. Well, think of it this way. How did Dorothy get from Kansas, Ohio to... Kansas, Ohio. Just making shit up. (laughs) (laughs) To Michigan, Illinois. Like, how did she get there? How did she get to Oz? The tornado. Yeah, but who sent the tornado? God. No. I don't know. Glinda. Natural elements. Glinda. Glinda Mm -hmm. has been preparing this for years. Mm -hmm. This is my fan theory that Mm -hmm. I stole from someone else. Mm -hmm. She has been planning this for years. She wants to be the ruler of Oz. What about the Witch of the South? There isn't a South. Okay. The Munchkins live in the South. But uh, they were uh, ruled by the Witch of the West. Witch of the East. Whatever. It's it's a long story. Okay. It's in the musical that we're going to do next. Okay. It might explain. Okay. okay. But, but, Glinda wanted to be the high... Queen of Oz. The HBIC. The HBIC. Okay. I don't even know what that's. Head bitch in charge. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized that. Okay. She's the one who sent the tornado to Kansas. Okay. Which whisked Dorothy, unbeknownst of her evil deeds, okay. and her little dog, too. It's actually Toto. Toto is Toto's a, a real villain. He's the villain. He also yep. stole stole the show that we were watching too. <laughs> that was that was the only actor that was truly in character. Yeah. <laughs> um Glenda makes this house fly into Oz, which is this mythical land. Mm-hmm. And she knew exactly where 
the witch's sister was. And she's like, drop the house on that bitch. And it okay. fell on her. Okay. Her feet out under the house. You see the ruby slippers. Mm-hmm. Okay, then Glinda's like, oh, are you a good witch or a bad witch? And, she, and, and anyway, Dorothy's like, well, are, are you a good witch or a bad witch? She goes, only bad witches are ugly. What kind of shade are you throwing at Dorothy? <laughs> She's only like eight-year-old girl, technically, in the book. Mm-hmm. Like, you try, you calling a child ugly? I don't know if she directly said that, but okay. Just read between the lions. Okay. 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 And, you know, then the witch... Of the West comes because she hears about her sister. Her sister has been murdered mm-hmm. by proxy. Mm-hmm. She gets there. She sees her dead sister under a house. She sees her her shoes and she's like, "Oh my god! I finally get those shoes. I've been wanting them forever." She's like, <laughs> "Shiz! Oh my god, shiz!" And then she goes to get them, and then they disappear, and her sister's feet kind of shrivel up, except in the show that we watched, where they struggled getting <laughs> oh the shoes God. inside the house. That a struggle is an understatement. <laughs> it almost didn't happen, y'all. <laughs> so anyway, the witch is like, where did the shoes go? And Glinda purposefully took those shoes and put them on this little girl, who she used as a proxy to kill the Witch of the East. Okay? Mm -hmm. So what does the witch of the West think? She's like, oh, that girl done stole my shoes. Uh Gotta kill the bitch. Okay. Okay, so that now puts you at at, at, at a, not a climax, but a a conflict between Dorothy and the Wicked Witch of the West. Okay. So Glenda's like, I'm out of the picture. (laughs) I'm the mastermind behind it all. Okay? She puts the shoes on Dorothy. And this entire time, the witch is trying to make sure that Dorothy doesn't get to the wizard. So, once Dorothy kills the witch, she takes the broomstick back to the wizard. The wizard's like, okay, you can come home with me. But how does the balloon just randomly fly away? Oh, I don't know. Maybe Glinda magic? She let loose the tether and it started flying away. And who God knows where he went. He went back to E Pluribus Unum. Mm-hmm. Just so she could become the Queen of Oz. And then she refused to tell Dorothy in the very fucking beginning that she could have went home at any time. All she had to do was click her heels three times and say there's no place at home. Glinda, the bad bitch of the North. (laughs) I think you just had sentiments against the North because you're a Southerner. But... (laughs) (laughs) But I don't know. I don't see it that way. I think the whole time, the reason she didn't tell her is because Dorothy had to go through the journey to be self-sufficient. And in the end, she became that. Just like all the characters, just like the the Scarecrow didn't have a brain. The Tin Man didn't have a heart. And the Lion didn't have the nerve. (laughs) In the end, they all learned that they actually had it. But if it wasn't for the journey of getting to where they, you know, at the end of the movie, they wouldn't have figured it all out. You're on her side. Yes. I I, knew you were. (laughs) Well, I am from the North, so. (laughs) Well, technically you're from the South. Well, Well, you're in a weird situation. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, no, I I really, yes, I get it. There had to be a lesson learned. Yeah, yeah. I got that. But she could have at least been like, and especially in the poppy scene, she'd been like, you know what, you, you came halfway here. <laughs> I'll, I'll send the other guys there and get what they need to get. You're just I'm going home. I'm going to sprinkle this Abestus on she, you. Yes, Abestus. Like, <sighs> we could have lost Buddy Epson early in life because, you know, he breathed in that aluminum <laughs> dust and, and almost died. Like, his his bronchioles swelled up. Oh, and then we would have never gotten Jed Clampett. I don't know what that is. The Beverly Hillbillies. Never saw that. Oh my! Oh my God! <laughs> different worlds. <laughs> we live in two different worlds. I live in Kansas. You live in with in, in Oz. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh! But yeah, like that's that's my take on the whole thing. One, Dorothy's a brat, and two, Glinda's the villain. I don't know. That's straight up cune on right there. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, you know there were red shoes. She took the red shoes. 
she went down that rabbit hole. Yeah. She kept going and going and going. <laughs> I, you know, I also in like the movie, you know, they had like the, for some reason, the yellow brick road starts in Munchkinland. Like yeah. that makes no sense. But you also had like the gray road and then there was a red road. I want to know where the red road went. Mm-hmm. Where'd the gray road go? Mm-hmm. I don't know. The silver city and the ruby city. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I can't remember if read if I've, read the wonderful wizard i don't think i've ever read i think i started it and i was like this is not like the movie and i never finished it (laughs) you know there's no wicked witch of the west and oh really in the first book oh okay um there's a china doll is it a series of books it is a series of books i can't remember just like one exactly how many Mm. but it's like the wizard of oz dorothy and oz the tin man in oz like Uh, like yeah yeah he made a bunch of money off yeah, exploiting children for their money <laughs> and using mental illness and, and schizophrenia as a story base. Okay. okay. Which brings me to a kind of a, a, another point. Back in, I want to say it was the late 80s, there was a movie called Return to Oz. It was a mm-hmm. Disney movie. Mm-hmm. If you ever see it, it's a horror film. Never watch it. It's scary. I watched it. it was, it's with the girl that played... Um, Shoot. Uh, the crazy bitch from The Craft. Didn't watch the, that movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, anyway, she played Dorothy. I can't remember her name uh-huh. off the top of my head. Um, she played Dorothy. And she comes, like, this This is how the movie opens. She comes back home to Kansas because her mom is ill. She's, she's staying with Auntie M and Uncle Henry because she has been living in an insane asylum for like the past six months. <laughs> and so anyway, another tornado comes. Whisk her back to Oz. It is Kansas. And you know what? Oh, there, I just remember there's there's these like, villain characters, mm-hmm. minions with wheels as hands. Oh, mm-hmm. it's scary. And they have masks on their Oh, it's scary. Oh, I hated it. Oh, and that was a children's movie rated G. Interesting. Yeah, we can watch. It's on Disney Plus. I do know that. It was a Disney movie. Right, one day. So that was our lovely show. <laughs> um, I am feeling quite tipsy right now. A little bit. It, uh, it strong. Straight up alcohol. There. <laughs> <laughs> At least it wasn't like the one that was straight up gin. That one. That one would have. <laughs> yeah. So I hope that everyone enjoys the rest of their week. And I hope everyone had a great weekend. Please, please, please leave us a review on Apple Podcast or Podchaser. Um, both would be really awesome. We really want to know how we're doing. Um, what can we change? What can we fix? You know, to make what can we do different? Exactly. Make for a better listening experience. Um, the next show that we're going to be doing, because we, we, we've got a lot of fun stuff planned ahead. <laughs> fun. Yeah. I don't know. I think you might enjoy this next one. Maybe. We'll um, but it is actually in conjunction for what we just watched. Oh, yeah. Because it's actually the, um, and I forgot to mention this, it's the actually, what, I don't know. 83rd anniversary of Gone with the, no, Gone with the, with, uh, oh, the yeah. Wizard of Oz. Oh, yeah. The Wizard of Oz. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Because it was. It came out in August. It came out in August of 1939. Mm-hmm. I forgot you told me that. I told it. Yeah, totally. I, now that you told me. Yeah. Well. Kind of mentioned. <laughs> I don't think that's where you were going. That's not but it, where I was going at all. Light bulb in my head. <laughs> but the next show that we will be reviewing is it's one of my top ten. Is Wicked. Interesting. Okay, I've never seen it. So which I'm, is I'm looking forward to this. The Wicked Witch's side of the story, mm. which is even more why Glenda's Glenda's the bad bitch. <laughs> she's not the head bitch in charge, but she's the bad bitch. Mm. Um, so, you know what? We are so hoping that you will hang on to your broomsticks because we are going <laughs> to be defying some gravity up in here. And going to Hogwarts? No. <laughs> no. Oh. No, we're going to the Emerald City. We're going uh. to dear old Shiz. We're going to, you know, dancing through life. Oh, uh, yeah. 
we're gonna do all that fun stuff okay. and i cannot wait uh but you know what follow us on facebook instagram and twitter mainly twitter because that's where most of the feeds are coming through because it's so much easier to just do those than anything else but you can follow us at on the way to the f1 that's at on the way to the f1 and definitely 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 come and check out our website at on the way to the forum podcast.com there you know you can get recipes for drinks you know you can read more about the shows on our encore page come meet the team it's just me and javier right now <laughs> with but some guests with some guests you know uh you know if you want to be part of the show let us know yeah we'll, we'll probably you know put in a plug for you somewhere <laughs> you know we fi we finally work something out to where it, it'll be better in the future um you know it's it's fun doing it with other people and getting other people's interpretations yeah, especially yeah i think it's very interesting from people who enjoy musicals and i'm not saying that you don't oh, enjoy musicals i'm saying that you know you aren't as well versed mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, no, i i'm gonna take no offense to that you know and you know it's it'll it's something fun yeah i think you know and if you would like to be part of our support group on anchor yes we have a drinking problem we do have a drinking problem <laughs> how do you think we have to pay for the alcohol <laughs> um definitely please visit and support us at anchor.fm backslash on dash the dash way dash to dash the dash forum backslash support oh my gosh Is or that an easier way <laughs> <laughs> or you can go to on the way to the forum podcast.com scroll down on the home page and click the support button that's a lot easier it'll yes. take you straight there um if i'm not mistaken you got a 99 cents a month 4.99 a month and a 9.99 a month whichever you so choose give us tips we're like drag queens out of drag not in makeup at all we're not lip syncing we're just talking we'll do that stuff there is singing sometimes but not all the time so but at the end of the day we are definitely appreciative yeah. of all the support that you're giving us if you cannot support us financially like the sugar daddies you are <laughs> what about sugar mamas sugar mamas you, you no, are there is no sugar parents there you go there we go that's gender neutral um please 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 tell your friends and family about us get the word out tell your kids tell T your wife hide your kids hide your wife <laughs> <laughs> it's not this type of podcast <laughs> you know get the word out there you know if someone is asking for podcast rec recommendations please 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 drop us we will be super thankful and we'll be able to give you more great content. I hope this is great content. Let me rephrase that. We'll give you more mediocre content. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I hope that everyone has a wonderful, <laughs> wonderful next week. Mm -hmm. So we will see you next time as we are on our way to the forum. Happy listening. Support for On the Way to the Forum is brought to you by listeners like you. Thank you. This has been an Ebb and Flow production.